I'm only human after all And you're only human after all Don't put the blame on me Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 104, verses 24 through 34, and part of 35. O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Yonder is the sea, great and wide. Creeping things innumerable are there, living things both great and small. There go the ships, the Leviathan and Leviathan that you formed to sport in it. These all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works, who looks on the earth and it trembles who touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have being. May my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. Let sinners be consumed from the earth and let the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Joel chapter 2 verses 18 through 29. Then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. In response to his people, the Lord said, I am sending you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied, and I will no more make you a mockery among the nations. I will remove the northern army far from you and drive it into a parched and desolate land, its front into the eastern sea and its rear into the western sea, its stench and foul smell will rise up. Surely he has done great things. Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness are green. The tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and vine give their full yield. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain as before. The threshing floor shall be full of grain, the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust is eating, has eaten the hopper, the destroyer and the cutter, my great army which I sent against you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other. 
and my people should never again be put to shame. Then afterward I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female slaves in those days I will pour out my spirit. Romans chapter 8, verses 18 through 24. I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the children of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but of but by the will of the one who subjected it, in, a, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and will obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly while we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we are saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes what is seen? morning and welcome to Ordinary Time. This is the first Monday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from uh, the Homewood Suites by Hilton in Baltimore, Maryland. Just a couple more days before I return home to the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, uh, Maryland that is. Um, And uh, this morning is not only the beginning of Ordinary Time, the very first week after Pentecost, which, depending on which tradition you're from, it's either the ninth week of ordinary time or it's just another block of ordinary time. Um, and ordinary does not necessarily mean undane, mundane or routine or boring. Ordinary time comes from the same word that we get uh, from ordinand. An ordinand is someone who is considering a call to holy orders to become a priest in either the Catholic or Episcopal or the Orthodox traditions, and maybe others that I'm forgetting. Um, And so orders are uh, where we get the word ordinary and ordinand from, and uh, orders are what you get in the military when you move from place to place. And it simply means that this is structured time. It's um, created in such a way, or it's intended in such a way liturgically, to remind us that creation is made ordered. And that's one of the first things that God does, is God speaks um, and from chaos comes order, from darkness, light. Um, And there's no, perhaps no better day to reflect upon order than um, uh, ordinary time when we are in the midst of a, a massive pandemic, but also In the United States, riots have been breaking out in multiple major cities after the death, um, another death of an unarmed black person at the hands of, um, as far as I know, mostly or not, if not entirely, all white police officers. Police officers are supposed to be uh, the agents through which a society orders itself. Unfortunately, for many generations, um, for many different reasons, um, 
government, including police forces and military, even um, legislatures, have failed um, not just everyday Americans, but especially those uh, people who are uh, minorities demographically, whether that's people of color or women, uh, immigrants, gender minorities. Um, we've struggled to live into the ideals upon which our nation was founded. Um, and Pentecost in the church is the day is thought of as the day that the church was born. The church being the, the body of Christ in the world, the hands and the feet of Christ um, in, uh, in the, the world, which um, is controlled by principalities and powers that don't always follow God's ordered uh, intent for nature and for creation. Um, and uh, it's, I think it's really appropriate that at Pentecost we are reminded that uh, God has poured out the Holy Spirit on all flesh, regardless of color or gender. Um, sons and daughters alike shall prophesy. People will dream dreams and see visions. Even slaves, servants, people of the lowest possible classes, they too will receive and have received God's Holy Spirit. Um, and that is something I think that uh, many of us need to hear um, because that spirit is often trampled out or ignored or um, denied by people who are of low status. Um, people have this tendency to associate wealth, status, affluence, power um, with Holy Spirit. And that's frankly not how that's never been the case. Um, if you want to, if you need to be proven that, um, there's an entire book in the Bible dedicated to debunking the myth that God always rewards those people who are good and always punishes those people who are bad. Um, that book is the book of Job. Job was uh, the foremost righteous person on earth. And God knew that. And because God knew that, God allowed Job to be tested. Israel as a people um, was both rewarded and loved, rewarded by God because it, God loved Israel, but also um, God punished Israel because Israel was God's partner. Um, and Israel therefore received both God's most highest affection, but also most um, painful, um, uh, I don't know, uh, recourse when when Israel betrays God. Um, and Pentecost, uh, as is the birth of the church, um, and as we are reeling uh, in America uh, around uh, the news of all these different cities uh, uh, descending into riots, um, the uh, the one thing that I think of about riots, I know a lot of people, black and white, rich and poor, uh, have lamented the fact that businesses are being destroyed, uh, not just big corporations, but also small mom and pop shops. Um, and we wonder whether or not this is necessary, what good it does. Martin Luther King said that riots are the language of the unheard. Um, and there's, uh, there's one story that I find tragically inspiring of a uh, 
uh, a black family, a black man and his family who owned, I can't remember if it was a hardware store or a restaurant. And an interviewer, a news a journalist asked him, you know, is your business ever going to recover? And the guy said, you know, it may not. Um, but uh, these people that are rioting, um, they're, they're so tired of the pain and the anguish and, and the refusal of government to do what it was, what it's supposed to do, um, that, you know, I, I can't really fault them. Um, and he said, let my building burn. These people need justice. And that's why I think of, of that as like this tragic inspiration. It's sad, but I think that's the right answer, um, that we can't get upset very much at the destruction going on without also thinking about the destruction of, of lives and livelihoods that people of color and people without means um, are, are so often um, experiencing every day for generations. Um, and in Romans, we hear from Paul saying that he considers that the sufferings of his present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. And it's difficult to think in times of pain and violence and uncertainty that there is glory waiting to be revealed to us. But that is precisely what Pentecost is about. Um, it's this, the birth of something. Um, it doesn't come without pain. Uh, the, the trials and tribulations and, and suffering um, uh, of childbirth eventually end and we're, we have the gift of this new life, this new human being or this new thing. Um, and that's exactly what Pentecost is about. Um, and that's the glory that's about to be revealed to us. Um, that is, I don't say that to poo-poo people who, are, uh, who feel unheard, uh, but it is to say that um, when the time comes, um, something new will come of this, both as the pandemic passes and probably several months, uh, maybe a year. Um, you know, we have in, in modern, modern, modern times have this saying, the light at the end of the tunnel. We are in this tunnel now, and, and uh, the sufferings of this present time may seem overwhelming. Um, but we take, we take hope and inspiration in the fact that um, there's a, a greater glory that's about to be revealed to us. Uh, Pentecost is about remembering that greater glory, even though we've just lost someone that we love. Um, not only have we endured through um, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, but um, when Jesus comes back, um, he doesn't stay with us forever. We're not going to have him forever. He ascends to the Father, uh, I think it was about a week ago, liturgically. Um, and now what we do receive is the Holy Spirit poured out upon all flesh, and we become the hands and the feet um, and the heart um, and the head of, of Jesus in the world. Um, it's this wonderful metaphor where we are um, many members of one body. Um, we are. We are called to be that body broken for the world, uh, but um, working toward uh, its redemption and um, anticipating the glory about to be revealed to us. Collect for proper four. 
O God, your never-failing providence sets in order all things, both in heaven and earth. Put away from us, we entreat you, all hurtful things, and give us those things which are profitable for us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Hey everybody, it's me again. If you're a long-time listener, you're going to notice some changes coming to uh, First Formation um, in the coming days. If you're new, welcome to Ponder Exchange. This is uh, uh, First Formation part of Ponder Exchange where every weekday I share um, the weekday daily readings from the Revised Common Lectionary. Um, but there's other parts of Ponder Exchange. Uh, I'm currently reading through the Vita Martini, which is a 4th century biography of my patron saint, Martin of Tours. Um, and that has uh, another couple weeks on it. And I'll also possibly continue to read other things just to make them available to people, uh, including my, my first book, Reborn on the Fourth of July, um, and others. Um, but if you've been listening for a while you may notice I'm going to drop the outro for First Formation um, and some others. There's going to be a little bit of change-up. And the, the intro bumper, which is like the, the just the audio introduction to the podcast, across the different series is going to be what you heard this morning. Um, the Onward Christian Soldiers and then uh, a sample from Human by Rag and Bone Man. Um, and I did that because I want to make... Uh, an association between Ponder, Christian Soldiers, which is the uh, the the idea behind Ponder Exchange, um, and also kind of what's going on um, to humanize Christian soldiers and veterans, um, not just for themselves, but for the whole church, to be reminded that we aren't just heroes or monsters, um, but we're actually we're just humans. We're capable of good and evil, just like everybody else. Um, and that's the point of Ponder Exchange as a whole and and the mission of Pew Pew HQ, which is my, like, I don't know, my, my merch or my, my shop. Um, Pew Pew HQ is um, the, uh, the umbrella under which all this happens. And the mission of Pew Pew HQ is um, to uh, promote human dignity by empowering military communities to be spiritually mature and politically engaged through education and advocacy. And so Ponder Exchange is the podcast of PPUHQ, um, and I'm going to try and shorten it somewhat so I'm not introducing every different single kind of thing, um, but each thing will hopefully be noticeably different. So if you've been listening for a while, there's some changes that I've been planning that I'm going to start implementing now that we're in ordinary time. Um, and if you're new, uh, welcome to Ponder Exchange. I hope you like what you hear. Uh, I hope you will um, continue to tune in um, and find uh, find me on social media. Let me know what you think. If there's any way I can change or improve the podcast or the website or anything, feel free to reach out. But until then, uh, thanks again for listening. I look forward to um, continuing to um, be in fellowship with you and to to grow together.